I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello and welcome to Shit, I Married a Twin. We are the podcast that chats all things families. I'm married to one twin, best friends with the other. I'm Luke Kempner and I'm joined by my wife. Alana McFarlane Kempner. And I'm joined by my sister-in-law. Lisa Bardell. Uh, lovely. Uh, lovely <laughs> to have you all back. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for continuing to listen and give us lovely feedback. And, and um, you know, we're glad that we're brightening up your days. Um, now, have you had a good week, girls? It's nice to be in the country, but um, yeah, it's been very stressful. I've sprained my ankle, I've spilt hot coffee over myself, I've got an eye twitch. Um, it's, oh, I was having a shocker. It's all quite dramatic. It really it's is. been, it's just like 16 hour working days and then like trying to function. Mm. Is, the Rottweiler is out. She's oh. out. Oh my God, she is out. But oh, as well, yeah. like this is, the, it's just like how Alana manages to whip everyone up into the drama. You know, I'm not saying anything. I'm oh, sitting here very oh, quietly. You're both lucky fence. that we are all in. I'm not, 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 on the, not on the fence. I'm, I'm, I think I'm on the chopping block. All right, okay, right. yes, yeah. it's a shaky tightrope this week, isn't it? I mean, I'm just, I'm just trying to stay alive here. <laughs> Survival I'm like, mode. I'm not, like, 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 like that bit in the Matrix. Yeah, like aeroplane mode. We just got to shut down all aspects of your personality and communication <laughs> to ensure <laughs> that Alana doesn't to, blow up the flight. You have to turn yourself on airplane mode. <laughs> As a mate, I love that. I'm on. I'm on Alana mode. You just flick yeah. the little button, and then you just everything goes into mute. Will not say anything that will anger her. It's like those signs, beware, dog lives here. (laughs) (laughs) Beware of the dog. I would never say that about Alana, beware of the dog. Um, So I had a really, really stressful um, drive last week because I took Ari to go, because my mum is a horse riding instructor and was desperate to take Ari on a horse. Um, so it was just very, very sweet. And my, uh, our little girl, Ari is like, nanny, nanny, horses, horses. Um, so I drew, I drove her down, but driving back, it took, it should take an hour and 45 minutes. It took me three and a half hours. No, you're on your own and trying to drive at 70 miles an hour and change an iPad is impossible. 
Um, so Ari was screaming. We were stuck in traffic. There then seemed to just be no more services forever. Um, and eventually, you know, when you go into a services, like, Lisa, you might not realize this because you, you don't drive, but when you, you go drive. into a, well, uh, uh, you, yeah, you've got a license. <laughs> um, but when you go into a services, it, it's, it's never clear. You can tell me if I'm wrong here, but it feels like it's never clear where you're supposed to go. And I've been yeah. driving for 20 years, right? And I've been driving for 20 years. I've been driving for 18 years. But when you go and you go in and I saw services. So I went down that road, but that went to lorry services. So bearing in mind, I've been already with a screaming child for an hour. And then I went into the lorry bit and I had to wait another 15 minutes to get through the lorries to eventually get in. I've I, And I text Alana saying, I'm not over-exaggerating. This has been the worst drive of my life. Oh. And that beat the big Cornwall drive. It, Cornwall drive was a breeze. Yeah, Gosh. it's not been the best of weeks, guys. Oh, that was a tough. No. Well, you know, look, yeah, life's not too bad. No, we're all uh, right. I just, I, you know, like when people say I was pulling my hair out, I literally grabbed my hair and pulled a bit out. I was so angry and Whoa. scared for my life. But um, um, we, Peter and I always have arguments about that with the services thing because you know ways gives you services and then peter's always like which way am i going in i'm like i don't know you it's driving. true um but he just we always just head for the starbucks drive through if there's one then you can sort of mm. orientate yourself yeah just yeah. don't go on the bit that says hgvs i didn't it said it i think it said lorry services right, so when he's to say is luke go this way and then i'll be all right but why did um, you go into the lorry I'm services gonna... bit because I saw the word services and I thought, I'm going to the services. So oh, I'll go to the bit where it says just services. Stop. Did you just decide to ignore the lorry section oh, of that side? Oh, Anna, oh my God. Just <laughs> stop. Um, this is what we're dealing with. And this has just been like a live representation <laughs> of Anna this week. Must respond. Must stay. <laughs> I think I'm going to go out there on a limb and say that alongside family occasions, that car driving scenarios is definitely in the top three most tension. Or, or like, even... where family dynamics just explode. Yeah, and I'd Le agree with that. And Lisa, you've not added uh, a toddler into it yet. Oh, yeah, no. A one and a half year old on a car journey. Like, as much as she can be lovely, but when they're screaming, you just stress out because you don't want them to be sad and upset. Yeah. Like, it's not like you're annoyed at them. You're just like, I'm really sorry. I can't make a services appear. <laughs> anyway, um, but... I am a father, and that's great. And we had Father's Day uh, this Sunday. And Alana, she pulled out all the stops. She went off aeroplane mode, and Ooh. she went into full wife eye. That's good. Wait. And she organized. I had Daddy's Tiki Bar, um, which Alana had surprised me with. So I had my own Tiki Bar in the back garden. There was... There was hula, 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 hula. There was like um, flowers, you know, the little hula flower things. What would you call that? Hawaiian reef. A Hawaiian reef. <laughs> yes, there was a lovely Hawaiian reef and some grass skirts, but around the, the skirting of the, the table. Mm -hmm. And uh, I had Padre's Picante, which was, mm -hmm. you know, like Dad's Picante. Then I had Dada's Daiquiri. Cute. And Cute. I had Papa's Painkiller. Oh, and it was great. And it was Happy Father's Day for Mummy and Ari. There was the, the, the Aldi monstrosity that was bought by mother-in-law. That Alana had managed to blow that up. It was um, meant to be like the whole setup was meant to be like a water splash park because that's what you said you wanted to do for Father's Day. And I was like, you do know we live in Hertfordshire and not yeah. in Costa del Sol. Yeah. Um, but I went all out. I think it's because there was a few reasons. 
one um i sort of mocked up your birthday a bit um we were meant to go out for dinner and we didn't so i thought i need to make the effort for father's day mm. two um bleakly probably because we don't have our dad maybe i was oh, just like God, putting lots of effort how long into she's that. gonna take to bring that violin out <laughs> but it's just the reason Straight and the then door. the third i actually do genuinely think you're the best dad in the world yes yeah, so wow I. I text you that that you i think you're the best dad i know and you i, did, lisa, I would stand by that and i went alana look what lisa's just texted in the group isn't that a really sweet thing to say and she went and she shut went, up you know what she knows <laughs> you know that just cost it that'll be the uh, last year because peter's gonna get it next year yeah exactly well it was great and like and bless her and harry loved it and we were out in a garden my mum and my sister came around um and they made cocktails we had susan's got a good tan she's got a crack and tan mm-hmm. that's tan. not bear by vogue um so mm-hmm. it was it was a lovely day you bought me a big hunk of meat didn't you alana big hunk of meat honeys and some boxers what more could you want Big hunk of meat. And it wasn't everyone in the state. Yeah, so basically we've got like a WhatsApp group um, with the mums on the state. And yeah, everyone was getting uh, meat. Every dad in the state was getting a meat thermometer, but we didn't know. It was just like, oh, I've got that as well. And then went up to the farm in the morning on Sunday. All the mouths were there buying the hunks of meat. One of the best inventions ever is a meat thermometer. Yeah. It's very good. Oh. I know, and, I, and I said to them all, I was like, Luke's already got one. Um, got two. But they'll not be disappointed. I've actually got two. Do you remember oh, when Peter blessed. became obsessed with the green egg? Oh, uh, yeah. The egg. And we used to have ribs three times a week, and I had to mark them out of ten. <laughs> but And that went on that. for months. And oh. I was like, they had different flavourings. There was like, they just, you know, he tried all different temperatures, all different times. And obviously the egg, the feg, takes a while to... um takes a while to hook up. It was like a fake egg, basically, because they invested in a company, and that was like one of the things that they gave them. Anyway, I think that ribs should just stick stick to Bodines or whoever does stick it well. Tickling but... them. Yeah. <laughs> did, it's quite a dad thing to do the barbecue. Was your dad the bar- head of the barbecue? I don't remember having a barbecue at home. We lived we in Scotland, you know? We no. lived in Scotland. You have lovely summer days. We never mm. had a barbecue in the garden. No. We probably must have done, but I can't remember. My Uncle Brian, did he not cook your little barbecue? Yeah, I, feel, I remember having one at the Muir's. I just don't remember yeah. one having at ours. I remember one summer we had a barbecue. It was one summer evening of 1996. Is this something we're learning about Scottish people? Or do you think that's just you two that have never have had one barbecue in your life? I think they've got more popular over the last, you know, 10 years. I I, I don't think it was I a love real a barbecue. big thing back then. No? I love everything about a barbecue. Were a thing. Barbecues have been going for years. I remember having the disposable True. ones, but I just don't feel like we owned. We did. We had a green one. <laughs> Round. Right. <laughs> we had a green one. It wasn't like ours. I'll tell you that. Well, ours is super You've duper. got a super duper. Remember, so, I bought you barbecue utensils as a present. Look, did you use you them? I did. I do. I've And someone else bought me some. So I've now got <laughs> two Double. sets of barbecue utensils. Mm-hmm. I've got about four bar- m- um, meat thermometers. I love barb. I love cooking dead meat. Um, <laughs> But it, it, yeah, I, well, I think it's quite a dad. It seems to be quite a dad thing, and I don't know why it is. I think that yeah, it is a thing, but I think it's also just people that don't want to be in the throng of the chat, like to be. Mm. Oh, I'll do the barbecue, mm. um, then they can sort of distance themselves. No from small chat. talk. I'm just just have stand a nice beer and observe. Padres picante, and mm. flip them burgers. You know, 
Yeah. Go crazy. I don't really like, I also wanted to do something different, like not just go out to a restaurant wherever everyone is with a set menu. Also, dad's presents are hard. Like, like, what do you get a dad? I would say that is tough. Like, that's why I look, got boxers. Socks. Yeah, but I was well, I needed some new pants. It's great. Yeah, that's, you asked for them. You asked for a water splash park and pants. I love the difference, though. It's like, if you buy me pants, it's all nice and practical. If I buy you nice pants, it's like, oh, you pervert, that's a present for you. <laughs> well, Not that's any. true. That is true. Airplane mode. It's like when 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 humor. yeah when men buy Gotan Summers for their wife, you're like, that's for you. But I want well, Mark Spencer's granny pants. Thank you. My perch. If Peter bought me underwear. <laughs> also, well, the good thing about being a MS uh, large pant brief wearer for all time is that they now translate into pregnancy mm. because I have not had to buy. The only thing though is like in weather like this, they get sweaty pretty easily. That that there's a lot of cotton down there to soak up that sweat. <laughs> Sweaty badge. Just wring them out at the end of the day. Yeah. <laughs> Make yeah. them into a soup. Lovely. This conversation is, is taking a turn. Should we have the kafachup? A kafaka? I am absolutely buzzing for the up today. All right, let's go straight to the up because, Alana, you're proud, aren't you? Because... Come on, let you you take take it away. Take your focaccia well, up away. Someone has sent us a pic of their gluten-free focaccia that they made without a bread maker, right? Yeah, our friend Betty. Yeah. So Betty. normally I would have been like, oh, God, that's upstage me. Like, shouldn't even have a bread maker. But wow, this bread I made for Father's Day. It was uh, chorizo, chili, cheese, spring onion. Did it you freestyle was- that? Sorry, no, 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 God, no, no freestyling yet, Lisa. Stick to the Panasonic recipes. It was um, very, very good. It was fantastic. I'm very proud of it. Did so I think I'm now. The chorizo before it goes in there. You do. Um, you do. Great. So I'm now quite confident of getting more like fillings in there. It's I'll... good, you know. You are, you are, you are sticking to it. The trouble is with the bread maker though is just now I'm just eating bread all the time and getting fat. Price you pay. Yeah. It is. Um, but I love how people are getting on board with the focaccia up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Betty was uh, like, it was in little slices and half had a little olive on it and half had a sun-dried tom. Mm, but she's not making it in a bread maker. She's doing that freehand, No, she's doing that right? by hand. For, mm-hmm. And it's focaccia. So it's a legit focaccia up. Well, I think people should keep sending in there. You know, you want to get involved in the focaccia up, send us the picture of your bakes and we'll call it the, um, you came up with this name, Lisa. What should we call it? Roll call. The roll <laughs> call. We'll include all sort of bakeries in there, I feel. Because bread's yeah. just quite nice. Like Cake, cakes. brownies, pastry, pastries. Yeah. Um, and it will also make me, because I, I like to win at things, it'll also keep me <laughs> motivated. You feel pretty motivated though, don't you? No, I do. I genuinely do You're love working it. harder at that bread than you are our marriage. It's great. <laughs> also, maybe we can get Delph Paul Hollywood as a guest. Oh, I've chatted to him about bread before. He loves it. He's, he's very hot. <laughs> he's, uh, yeah, well, I appreciate how good he is at baking. But if you want to. Um... I'm waiting on the impression here, Luke, surely, no? Yeah, come what on. people pay for. That's the only reason you're here, quite frankly. So He does bake great bread. There you go. That's the impression of Paul Hollywood. He's, he's a good not guy. for me, you know. He's not for you. You've always no. fancied him, Lisa. Yeah, it's because I go for great oldies. Yeah. Where Alana Not goes for, for stars. You need stars. Hold <laughs> <laughs> 
millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Um, right, well, there's the catch up. So Alana, absolutely smashing it. You're star baker this week. Well done. You get a Hollywood Thank handshake. Um, so um, now I wanted to talk about exams, okay? Because it's that time of year. It's exam season. Teenagers all over the country are sitting unbearably hot in stuffy gym halls. And they're sweating over a math equation that they will never use in their adult life. Um, you so- never use Pythagoras theorem again. Everyone Max. says that, Gabalana. You're so basic. Everybody says that gag. Don't think so. I think you've just heard me say that a few trigonometry? times. Trigonometry? Have you used trigonometry again? Nope. 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 I don't even have chose that. What? What is? What even have used? Uh, what is the ruler that is in the shape of a triangle? Why does it exist? What is that one? Don't know. Why does it exist? Is that a set square? Have you ever said the word acute angle or obtuse angle? Yeah, but that's because yeah, but that yeah, but if you're an architect, you're probably yeah. Sometimes I think about choosing the acute angle, and it's the thought that counts. Good stuff. Yeah, that's the thing. I think we just don't work in industries that, that that use that type of maths. And as Rishi Sunak, he wants us all to be better at maths. Um, but yeah. what 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 were you like as students? I bet you absolutely smashed exams. The pair of you. What about you, Lisa? What were you like as, as well? An exam. Straight A's, obviously. Mm. Uh, um, we were in all the top sets, etc. Because I did all the sciences, I used to skip the practical bits because I used to be able to like I'll work out. I'll work it out from the theory anyway. So in chemistry, I'd be like, I don't need to do it. I know what happens. What do you mean? What do you um, mean? So when in ke- in higher chemistry, which is like A-level chemistry for you guys, obviously you have like, you have to try the experiment out and then you do the thing. Whereas I'd be like, I don't need to do it. I know it's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> so I would like race through it. Um, and yeah, color-coded, color-coded schedules. Um, yeah, post-its all over the house. I remember I had... Um, yeah, uh, novel quotes like the past is a foreign country. They do things differently there on the bath. Um, <laughs> and, um, did it, yeah, it all you, out. Did your mum and dad used to have to get on at you to revise? Nope. No, no. Were you both really good at revising? Mum was yeah, like, Lisa probably more so than me, but I still did it. And then yeah. I loved it. I would have like I would revise so far in advance that I would give myself refresher courses before the exam actually came round because I'd already done it weeks before. Oh my god! I am so the opposite. I was useless. Cram the seat of your little pants. Cram! I didn't even bother cramming. Really, I just was like, I'm going to be a star. I don't need all these exams. <laughs> yeah, but, but a lot of the drama schools, you need to give you get was it conditional or unconditional? Yeah, yeah I, I needed conditional get... for central, and I basically had to, I had the grades to do medicine. Yeah, and I was then about, central well... were like, oh no. 
Well, that's the thing. I, do you know what I needed to get into the Guildford School of Acting, the best drama mm -hmm. school? Uh, two E's, right? That so it? I had I had popped a couple of E's and then I I, I got in. <laughs> um, yeah, what did I, you get for a school? I got A for drama. Uh, I got <laughs> drama. I got A for performing arts. Um, yeah. I got a. Well, do you know what? Do you want a bit? Of, here's a bit of truth, right? I got A for performing arts. I got a D for music. And I got right. an, and I got an E really? for um, physical education um, because it was all anatomy and physiology. But this was A levels. I couldn't be asked. I did quite well at school. I got like three A stars, three A's, five B's, and a C. Whatever, honeys. But I like when it was A levels. Wait a minute, I... look. I just how did you only get a C for music when you're literally D, a singer? D, D, a D. D. And I lied and told everyone I got a C because I said, oh yeah, because it spells the word ace, A C E, ace, honey. <laughs> No, but seriously, how did you not because it's like, get an A for that? It's bar. It's like, oh, what did, uh, you know. But you oh, can read some... music and you've got perfect pitch. You I, have to compose have and stuff, pitch. don't you, on Sibelius. Do you remember that? Oh, my God. It was like you do bark chorales. Do you know what bark mm. chorales are? No, nor do I. That's why I got a D. It's about, like, Johann Sebastian Bach, and you had to be like, where would the Bach chorale go here? Because he uses this kind of... I don't care. I don't know. And he's I'm like, going to be in the West End, honeys. Yeah, but I, I smashed the practical. I got an A in the practical because I've got a voice of an angel, of course. But it was must have uh, got a big fat F in the theory then to drag it down. Yeah. To... Dragged it literally <laughs> down to the bottom. I did. And physical education, like, they wouldn't even... They, I had to get um, a U for one of mine because I couldn't do the practical exam because I was in a play. And they were literally like, well, if you can't be here, then it's, you're going to be unclassified. Yeah, too right. We've actually got a story about someone that didn't turn up, didn't turn up for their exam and still got the thing. Oh, yes. Play the audio. I was a pretty good, good, good kid at school and definitely not the sort of kid to miss an exam. I had my exam timetable on the fridge. Um or revision timetable or whatever, the whole thing. And the school would promise that if we weren't in attendance for whatever reason, they, if they noticed, obviously this was pre-mobile phone, they would let us, they'd give us a call. And I was at home revising for my German exam. And kind of mid-morning, I got a phone call from a friend of mine in a telephone box who was freaking out and basically said, uh, where the fuck was I? Because I just missed my English GCSE. And as you can imagine, this did not go down well. I literally ran about my house like a headless chicken, freaking out. And um, I eventually calmed the fuck down, rang the school and spoke to my hero of a teacher, my kind of favourite teacher in the whole world, Mr Stevenson, who promised that he would speak to the exam board, but I wasn't to talk to anyone. I had to kind of hide in my house. And luckily for me, after much crying, um, the school managed to get me my predicted grade after all. So all was not lost. But yeah, pretty traumatic at the time. No, that is PTSD levels of trauma. But she didn't have to do the exam. Yeah, but she'd revise for it. She knew she could nail it. Like, that's my worst nightmare. If they did that and were like, oh, we'll just give everyone a C or a pass. No, sorry. No, what? No. Yeah, you put it. the work in. Yeah, you put the work in. Oh, oh, that is like I've had that though when like I get a phone call about a gig, and it's like, "Hi Luke, we um, just want to know when you're getting here." And I'm like, oh, oh, "What?" <laughs> like the worst. Stomach falls out your arse, babe. Yeah. Mm. I oh. just remembered I used to get extra time at exams because of arthritis. Oh, did you? I, um, I just never needed. I never needed all the time. I never needed extra paper. Um, and that's not because I was doing well at it. I just, I hated every part of it. Looking around, 
seeing people. I remember the only bit of advice I got was from one teacher who said you could eat you should eat one square of chocolate before an exam and it'll help your brain. Right. So I used to look forward to a bit of chocolate. That's the op surely you'd there get was... a sugar spike and then you'd uh, then you'd be tired. Yeah, but that's I mean, the, I, that's I the opposite of the base to give you. 15 minutes, write my name, write the date, cut the paragraphs, in E and go to drama school. Um there was there was a lot of people saying that they used to they liked if they sat next to the person with big handwriting. What do you mean by big handwriting? They can copy. Oh, I see. What? How do we feel about copying? I actually? used to be. I used to be one of the people that put the, my arm around my work. Did, Did you? you? I was one of those guys. Put yeah. blazer up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See my work. Arm round. Yeah. No, I used to tell it. Oh. I used to tell people I was quite generous with my work. But see, I know you. So you're Lisa. You're saying you got PTSD, like listening to this stuff. But you. This sounds like you were in your absolute element in exams. You were loving it. Everyone thought I'm going to be stressed about the GCSEs, and you're like, I love it. I can't wait. Well, I, was, right? I'm, I mean, no. I mean, you put the work in, you deserved it. Yeah, I just was like, I still have nightmares about my, not being prepared for those exams. Really? Yeah. Like, my idea fell. But it's so weird because like, that's like the opposite of me now. Like, I'm not organised. I've got my theory test on Friday. I've barely even cracked the book open. Um, so, yeah, I just think maybe I just got it all out of my system and it was just far too keen. Hats um, off to people, though, that, of... like, go back to studying after yeah oh my god like when they're an yeah. adult no 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 yeah, no 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 so one of the best school stories i have or in fact there's a, a an anthology of school stories it, peter went to boarding school and his friend prendy also went to boarding school so you can imagine some of the stories prendy was very very naughty at school and also at university he was very naughty and as soon as we said about exams, Peter was like, oh my God, text Prendy about a story of him in a toilet cubicle. I'm going to leave it to Luke to read out. Strap in. Okay. Because you won't believe that a child would have the balls to do this. This gives me PTSD, right? So this is from Prendy. Um, he said, I hadn't revised for a subject or any for that matter. So I had a friend call up pretending to be my father and explaining I was too ill to attend. After numerous excuses over the years, the uni didn't believe it and made me attend the exam. The only way out of it that I could see was to attend, but get them to send me home. I purchased a black tango bottle that you couldn't see through and filled it up with vegetable soup. After writing the, my name on the exam paper, I waited a couple of minutes, then filled my mouth with soup, closed the bottle and proceeded to spit it out through my hands and onto the paper to mimic being sick. Oh my God, he did it on the paper. I then ran out, to the, ran out of the exam room with the bottle to the nearest bathroom. In the bathroom, I poured the rest of the soup in the loo and waited for them to come and find me. A minute later, they'd come to check if I was okay. I told them I couldn't go on. This clearly still had not satisfied them as I could hear them outside the cubicle discussing what to do with me and the solution was to give me an extra half an hour in a separate room. Because he was stinking in minestrone. <laughs> They're probably oh like, God. this doesn't smell sick. At this point, I stuck my I stuck my fingers down my throat, gross, he put in bracket, and threw up promptly and then pretended and sat down on the bathroom floor pretending to be faint. The examiners then decided I was too ill to stay. Escorted me to reception. They asked to book him a taxi uh, wherever I needed to go. I felt like Kaiser Soze from Usual Suspects, walking off to the taxi with a limp of my head down and then coming back to life as soon as I was in the taxi. Uh, to be also, fair, I actually really respect that hustle. I mean, just don't go to uni, Prendy. It clearly he wasn't ended up you. getting chucked out of uni. 
Why did ends he go? up getting chopped out, and then had to had to had to fake his own ceremony because he didn't tell his mum and dad that he'd been chopped out. for another day. Yeah. Oh Honestly, my like God. some of the stories of all them is like mental. But you can just imagine Prendy like, I know what I'll do. Vegetable soup in a bottle. Like he is going and going to, to the effort extremes. of finding like a black tangle bottle as well instead of a clear one. Where I can't remember gone? a black tangle bottle. I remember it was them. so weird that because Prendy's like that he's like one of my favorite people in the world, and it's just so weird that he's got that like maverick deceptive side, like deceptive side to him because it's the opposite of his personality. But clearly, exams just brought that out. And I mean, I just, I, I, I mean, I hated exams and all that sort of thing. But I just think like now I'm older, um, you can just lie about your results. Because like I got what eleven A stars then? at GCSE, didn't I? And uh, no, I didn't. It doesn't matter. I could just lie about it. And it was like I could have told Alana I got eleven A stars, and like, how would you know I was lying? You're not gonna lie after so, see my hard, certificates. It's a hard balance, though, isn't it? Because like, if I think about you know Ari, I I want to be like you to put importance on it because it actually, if they do want to go to university, they do need the grades. So you want her, you want her to work hard and learn work ethic and all the rest of it. But also, you don't want to put so much pressure on them that it makes them ill. Do you think, Lisa, you sort of... Like, because I, I remember there was a guy at my school uh, who was amazing. He got like... A, and he got 11A stars and, you know, four A's at A-level. He was incredible. So bright, blah, blah, blah. But, like, he had no friends. He had no social life. Yeah. You know, he wasn't like me hanging out down the park with some booze at Nick from my dad. You know, I was smashing life. Well, like he was just in his books, the 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 boffin. Um, so do you think it's like do you not like I know I think Alana's right there's a bit of a balance, but what about you? Because obviously you you were that little nerd. That's why Alana kissed Devon on the pavement whilst I was studying. That's the sort of social sacrifices that were made. Exactly. Alana was out there straddling. While you were struggling the books. Bullies. I was still getting yeah. top grades though, and I was having fun. Win win, guys. Yeah, no, I don't. I, I need to just try and tap back into old Lisa this week for my theory test. Yeah, you do. Lisa, if I can get full marks when we were seventeen, I think you'll be all right, hon. Yeah, but did you revise for it? I can't remember. I must have done. I think I did. I'll smash the theory, but I failed. Yeah, but now you've got an app to do an old Lisa. Like we literally just had feet the boot. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. The theory is easy. If I fail, it's twenty three quiz. Uh, and I'll annoying. just do it again. Yeah, but we'll slag you next week. So, so I'd like to move on to the positive pollies now, and uh, I'd like to start with mine actually because it links quite nicely into Prendy's black tango bottle vegetable soup story. Because my mother, <laughs> she won't thank me for saying this on the podcast because she listens religiously, but my mum. Came to our house for Father's Day. I think we now know she had a bug, right? But she came to my house on, on Father's Day. She got, she drunk a little bit when she got here. And then was feeling very she unwell. She only had two cocktails. I know, I know. But, and then... Where did you put the cocktails? Well, well, it was Papa's painkiller. And it was rum, pineapple <laughs> juice, orange juice, and cream of coconut. Um, it oh, looked like dog sick, actually. Um, but anyway, hmm. my mum then comes out of the toilet and goes, have you got a plunder? And I was like, Never. oh, no. And, and I was like, what's happened? She was like, I've been sick in the sink. <laughs> so I had to go. Oh. I had to go. My poor mum. We haven't got a plunger. So my mum's like trying to sort of like stop the sink Super from being tough. blocked. And it looks like, I mean, it's sick in the sink. So then I had to like go underneath the sink and take it apart to like get all of the sick out that was blocking it up. And like, and there was. Roll reversal. Other- 
there was, I know, and my mum, my exactly, mom, you probably owe that to her. Exactly. Well, and then my mum, my mum actually said that. She goes, well, this reminds me of when you were 16. I was like, mum, not, not now, uh, of a time that, you know, 20 years ago when you were to clean up some sick of mine. And then, um, and then, and then my bless my mum, she kept going, I'm very sorry. And then going, I'm very impressed with your plumbing skills. So this is my positive Polly, right? As much as I was covered in my mum's sick, cleaning up on Father's Day, I, Polly said, at least you now know how to take a sink apart. Oh, yeah. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. That feels quite Polly-ish, doesn't it? Yeah, it that's is. a Polly thing. Okay. Um, I had a nice one with my neighbours. So on a Monday... Um, very early, I play tennis with my neighbours, obviously. Raw. Um, raw, raw. And as we all know, I love the ball very much. Um, and they are they are all actually like very Polly-esque anyway. But Kirsty, um, our neighbour, had been playing tennis a lot last week. Um, three times, actually. But she's actually got a grade two tear on her hamstring. So she messaged us to say... I was like, how are you? She's like, oh, it means reduced exercise for weeks. No running, tennis, yoga, or anything with stretching, gutted. And then Alex, another neighbour, was like, and Callum, like, oh, well, at least Polly said that there's no surgery and you get to slow down a bit at home and sort things ready for summer. And then everyone else chipped in, like, oh, yeah, Polly said that, you know, you can just have pins on the couch watching Wimbledon instead of doing it. So it just yeah. it started a flurry of Polly. Um, polyisms, and it's just so nice to hear other people adopting a polyester. Poly. A polyesterable. That's great. Yeah. That's really nice. Yeah. Good positive vibes there. Alana, yeah. have you have you got one? Yeah, I guess so we had to go to an event on Monday and I had to come into London for it. So now we don't live in London, so it was quite a trek to go in. But anyway, it was like a preview. Um, part of the event was a preview of the Royal Academy of Arts. Um oh, yes. And Lisa texts to say, you know what, Polly said it'll be really nice tonight, gorgeous and a real experience. And it was lovely, like lovely drinks and, you know, um, champagne. And actually, I always never really saw the point in art before. I was a bit like, I could draw that myself. Do you know what I mean? If it's like, see, if it's a line down a bit of paper, you're like, right, well, I could do mm. that. So what's the mm. special about it? <laughs> uh, but actually, a lot of it really interesting. Alana was, mm, Alana was getting right into it. Yeah. Was she? And when... Our commentary was quite funny and I'll not go into too much of it because it was a bit savage and I don't want to be disrespectful. But some of it I actually really liked and I, and I think that, um, uh, yeah, ignited a little spark in me that I didn't know was there. Thank went you, on to work. Bear in mind, we'd both been up since five, uh, on I think four, and we'd worked all day and then did that. Then we were like, oh, well, we've still got more to do. So we were like, let's just go to a restaurant and we were working until it's like 10.30. Um, worked in and then. Express. Our real life Polly friend, Lucy, who is like the embodiment of Polly, walks past the window. She's meant to be on tour. She's not even in the country. What? Walks past the window. And we were like, what a ray of sunshine. Yeah. yeah. It's just been platted. She was. I, we were, Alan and I were just about off an argument and I actually went, and put my fist on the table like four minutes prior. Um, so she was Lucy sent. Was, then Alana had a, she was sent from heaven. Then Alana had a numb leg and went over and around. Oh, <laughs> I got so it. excited. I jumped up. I was like, oh my God, there's Lucy. And she'd, we'd been in a WhatsApp group earlier and I felt bad because I was too busy to respond and blah, blah, blah. So I was like, oh my God, there's Lucy, literally positive Polly. Jumped up, went to go to the front of the restaurant, literally went over on my ankle, heard a crunch. And then I felt like I was going to faint and I had to put my head between my legs. She went completely great. 
But also then the final poly of that story was we sat, student chatted to Lucy for ages, so much so that the restaurant were like, you all need to leave because we're shutting down. But then the lovely waiter was like, oh, here's a takeaway cup to put your wine in. Oh. Why don't you shove all your wine in that? So I had a, I had a little, little cup to go home with. Oh. And then and then the trains were bang on time. Like I literally yes. walked out the train at Finsbury Park, went on to the next one and the train's hitch and was there. So I was like, Yes, honeys. Oh, well, it's been lovely to catch up with you. This is the only time I actually get to see you, Alana. So this is very nice. <laughs> um, nice to see you both. And um, and everyone who's been enjoying the podcast, please, please, please keep writing to us. Um, we've got an email which you can write in and send us whatever you want to talk about. It could be a positive poly. It could be an, uh, an exam horror story. Um, and it is shit. I married a twin at gmail.com. Or you can write to us on our socials at the Mac Twins. They've got their own. Uh, they share an Instagram account and uh, and mm. or at Luke Kempner. Um, and uh, if you are enjoying the podcast and you haven't rated it yet, give it a little rate. It's um and the only thing you can do is rate it five stars because all the other buttons don't work and they make your phone blow up. Um, and uh, write a little <laughs> comment if you enjoyed it as well. So thank you very much. We will be back next week on shit. I married a twin. Will Lisa pass her theory test or not? After three. One, two, three. Bye bye. Goodbye. Bye bye. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.